OK Guard Show. I'm Staff Sergeant Brian Schroeder, and today we are coming to you via video teleconference in an order to do our part in reducing the spread of COVID-19 by practicing our social distancing. We still want to bring you informative and entertaining content about the Oklahoma National Guard, but in a way that protects ourselves as well as our guests from this global pandemic. Today, we bring you the first of three episodes in a series on how to make sure you, your family, and your social distancing partners can maintain a healthy mindset while we are all collectively trying to survive in the time of COVID-19. For our first episode titled Maintaining Positive Mental Health While Keeping a Healthy Social Distance, we sit down with Oklahoma National Guard Behavioral Health Specialist, Michelle Burris, who has some great advice on how to maintain a healthy mind while also focusing on keeping a healthy body and immune system. So today we're going to be talking about maintaining positive mental health while keeping a healthy social distance. And today we have a very special guest with us, a return guest, Michelle Burris. Please uh, introduce yourself, uh, remind our audience who you are and what you do for the Oklahoma National Guard. I am a behavioral health specialist. I'm a licensed professional counselor and um, we coordinate behavioral health, mental health programs for our guard members and families. Okay. And how long have you been in the behavioral health field and how long with the National Guard? I have been with the National Guard since 2017. And um, I have worked in behavioral health um, in one or more capacities um, a good 20 years. Wow. You have quite a bit of experience in, in behavioral health and, and helping people through some really tough times. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, today we are collectively experiencing one of those tough times uh, with the outbreak of COVID-19. It's now seeing people working from home, uh, people keeping a distance of six feet or more. Uh, when you go to the grocery store, they're saying two cart lengths. You see people that are following these rules. You see people that aren't. You see people that are complaining about it. You see people that are complaining about those that are complaining about it. It's kind of just a mixed bag of everything that's going on. But maintaining a mental social or mental health should be as prevalent as maintaining just your everyday health with washing your hands, eating the right foods and things like that. So talk to me a little bit about what is social distancing and why should I pay attention to it? To me, when I'm social dis distancing, I have a defense. I'm on the defense <laughs> and not the offense, but I am the captain of my own team to make sure that um, I stay safe and do my part. That's good. And I've, I've heard it uh, been put before too. pretend like you already have the virus mm -hmm. and keep people away that way. Just a mindset. But you're right. You are in control. We all are individually in control of our own personal space and who we allow in that that social distance space. So since the outbreak of COVID-19 in the U.S., many people have had to change their personal cleaning and hygiene habits uh, to make sure they keep their body healthy and keep their immunity up. Why Absolutely. is it just as important to pay attention to our mental health during this time too? Well, our mental health is directly tied to our overall physical health and 
we really have all of the tools at our fingertips to do the best by our brain that we can. And that's drinking the water we can, that we're supposed to, a gallon a day if you can, which sounds like it'd be easy, but it's not always. No. no. And then um, guarding your rest and sleep time. Uh, we have such a huge opportunity now for uh, for our human bodies to actually get the rest that we were meant to get before um, we have this very fast-paced society. <laughs> and so I feel like that a lot of us are operating with a very rested brain, and it is uh, will help you be clearer within your thought process. Um, everything should connect better. Um, I know for me it is. Um, I have, I feel like optimally I am resting the way that my body was meant to. Okay. That's good. And that's, that's very important, um, from an immunity standpoint as well to keep, keep well rested. And for those that can telework, uh, it's a little easier to, to maintain that rest versus people that are still having to get out and, and maintain right. their normal, normal schedules. So, uh, very good things to, to look out for. So in your opinion, what is a mentally healthy person? I know that's kind of a broad subject, uh, but what qualities and traits does a mentally healthy person exhibit versus someone that maybe isn't maintaining proper mental health? You know, if you can get the sleep, the water, and eat something nutritious every two and a half hours to keep your blood sugar stable, um, and you also want to exercise a little bit, get your blood circulation flowing. Um, it really is a formula for health holistically. And um, I think our fast paced society didn't always lend itself to giving us the time we needed to really focus in those areas. It's very interesting. You mentioned staying hydrated eating healthy, mm -hmm. fresh fruits and vegetables, getting plenty mm -hmm. of sleep. These are all things that we're hearing on how to keep our immunity up too. So in a way, absolutely, it's, it's a, like you said, a holistic approach to keeping all of your body healthy. So mm -hmm. all of those do apply to maintaining mental health as well. That's, that's good. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are a very social society. Um, not just on social media, but uh, being able to get out and talk to and communicate with, with people. It's kind of who we are. So uh, why are social relationships so important to us as individuals? Because as an individual, like you said, you have to protect your own bubble, mm -hmm. but we also rely on those social relationships. And how do we maintain, Absolutely. how do we maintain those relationships when We've had this forced distance between people uh, placed on us in our daily lives right now. Okay. Um, well, humans were built to congregate and we exchange energy and that helps us function well. And so um, the interaction isn't there physically, but you can utilize interacting with other people through the different senses. You have to take the touch out of it, but you can visually connect with someone. You can audibly connect with someone by speaking to them. 
I mean, having the FaceTime, I would say it's it does help visually because we feel like we are having some connection, even though we're not um, exchanging any kind of energy because right. we're not in the presence of each other. Um, but really upping the way you communicate through the other senses will help you emotionally and it will help you feel less disconnected and less isolated. I would also say that limiting the negative that goes into your mind and elevating the positive will help keep your dopamine levels and your chemistry levels higher than focusing on the negative. If you can stay mindful in the present, you know, get brief yourself on what you need to know. I watch a briefing. Um, I watch it in the AM at noon in the five and at 10. And I just watched the uh, headlines so that I am schooled up on what I need to know to help direct others as to what we're supposed to be doing. Um, but at, after that, I jump right back into what is real and present in the environment and where I am. And okay. if you practice that, it helps you um, stay focused in a reality mindset. Okay. So maintaining a positive attitude and trying to not let those negative thoughts kind of creep in mm -hmm. is going to help help in the long run. I was reading uh, Cigna Health Insurance did a survey in 2018 of 20,000 people on the impact and potential causes of loneliness, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of a big deal with social distancing and having to, to be away from people that can create a little bit of loneliness. Um, people feeling isolated, uh, but ha nearly half of those people in that study said that they sometimes or always feel alone, their relationships are not meaningful, and that they feel isolated. So this was in 2018, so it was before COVID-19. Mm -hmm. So things have changed a little bit now, so now that our society is experiencing limited contact with each other, what do you recommend for people who are feeling isolated or uh, alone or trapped inside of their own four walls because of the current restrictions that we have now? Um, what I suggest is really diving in to connecting online, virtually, with other like-minded people. And um, the Oklahoma Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse has done a really good job comprehensively um, putting together on one page all of the links for the support groups for each individual um, ailments or diagnosis that you might have or um, symptom that you are experiencing. And for me, I like going to one place that I know the state of Oklahoma has determined uh, is a credible source and then just clicking a link and then joining in um you can do uh zoom meetings uh aa is for example is is doing um the virtual meeting um coda group is doing a virtual meeting um and all of those resources are listed at the department of mental health and substance abuses website at ok.gov okay. 
And so it's good for you to have everything in one spot that you already know is credible and reach out and see it as an online adventure. Okay. I like that. Gives you a new, something new to do, a new goal to, to reach out for. Yes, sir. Uh, so if somebody is more susceptible to depression or suicidal thoughts, uh, what would you recommend they do to best take care of their brain? And if they're feeling lonely, you, you mentioned these resources, is there any, anything else? And does that also apply to people that aren't susceptible to depression? Or are we all kind of in the same boat in that sense right now? Absolutely. Um, I would say that I could see if you are someone who is working still outside of the home, um, and especially in healthcare, you're actually probably um, tasked to the to the nth degree, and so you those people who are out there every day are probably going to be more susceptible to um, having lower chemistry because they haven't had the time to eat or sleep and all of those things. Um, I would definitely, if you can, connect with someone to encourage who you know has to leave the house, especially in healthcare. Um, and by doing positive things for other humans, you know, it should increase your con connection, the feeling of connection and help decrease the loneliness. Okay. Uh, what, what factors can we use to help identify uh, what may be causing stress or creating that loneliness or depression during this time of uncertainty? Well, I always go back to, um, my controllables, which are, am I eating right? Am I sleeping? Am I drinking all, my, all, all the water I'm supposed to? Um, am I putting positive things in my, in my brain? Am I focusing on the positive? Am I being grateful? Um, gratitude is shown to scientifically change the way the chemistry works in your brain and changes the way that you think. And so it is extremely important if you want to change your own brain to start doing a gratitude list and looking around and hunting the good stuff. What is, uh, what is this gratitude list? Explain that to me. Um, it, it is about highlighting and focusing on things in your immediate environment and with your own reality that are good and that you're grateful for. Uh, the feeling of being grateful actually increases the do dopamine in your brain higher than any other feeling. So, um, for instance, even um, I've heard a lot on media, people being very grateful that they have a home to shelter in and that they have food and they have electricity and they have um, just the basic needs. And that's a good place to start is what, how am I being cared for and what have I been gifted to be grateful for? That's an excellent exercise and it can definitely bring you out of any type of negative hole that you may find yourself in. Just looking, Absolutely. looking for those positive things that are in, in your daily life. 
even if they are the basic things like I have a pair of shoes. That's good because yes, not everybody yes. can say that. That's good. Mm -hmm. So we kind of touched on this uh, a little bit before, but our society is, is transfixed on this 24 hour news cycle where we're constantly getting information. Uh, how much news is too much news? Uh, you said that when you get on, you just look for very specific things, but, um, how, how can information overload or an obsessive or impulsive behavior be harmful in a situation like we're experiencing? Well, um, Zig Ziglar said you are what goes into your brain. And so you have to be the, your own guard as to what you allow in, um, in order to be healthy. And I would say um, you should always ask yourself too, after you've watched a series of stories on the news, um, how is this affecting my immediate environment? And what can I, what can I do to help myself and others um, m make it to a positive outcome? And that will help hopefully pull you back into being mindful in your own reality and not living vicariously through what you, you see on TV. So are there activities um, we should be avoiding while we're, we're hunkered down? Are there activities that we should pay closer attention to while we're social distancing to help maintain mental health? I would say uh, utilize this opportunity that you have to focus on things you've always said, I wish I had time for this. I wish I had time to eat right, or I wish I had time to floss my teeth in the morning and night. <laughs> I, um, I am looking at this as a great opportunity to connect in my own home environment um, and doing self-care in a way that I have always said I do not have time for. Um, and that's what I would recommend is that you make a list of things that you have always wanted to do for yourself that you don't have time for or you haven't had up to this point. And how do you expand on self-care during the time that you've been given? Through all of this, there's a lot of stress. Um, and you've kind of mentioned a few things already, but what do you see as positive outcomes from this COVID-19 experience that we've been having so far? Um, I'm hoping that people at the end of this come out of it more balanced with a balanced mindset as to how to accomplish life in a healthy way, given all of the digital um, electronics we have and all the options, um, even though we have them we are probably not as healthy if we use them 24 seven. And so I'm hoping people come out with a better um, idea physically themselves as to what is healthiest for them. Um, we've not ever had this opportunity to do this experiment on self-care with getting the rest that we need and really um, having the time to contemplate how do I optimally work as a human in this world? And how can I then translate that 
into the real world when it starts back up again. That's really great. It is a wonderful opportunity for everyone to reevaluate where they're at currently, where they want to be. And it's a great opportunity for a lot of people to change their direction and change their course to get to where they ultimately would like to go. So uh, I think that there are a lot of positives that can come out of this experience that we're all collectively in the same boat sharing with one another. Absolutely. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, what resources are available for Guard members and their families or even people that some of our listeners that may not be in the military? Um, I would say that um, if you do not have the Oklahoma Guard app on your phone, that would be the first thing you should get. Um, everything will be communicated through the app and our crisis services has a button there that you can press and get the contact information for all of us on in one place. Um, also, um, I would say I have actually had the opportunity to explore Military One Source and their mental health resources. And they have done a really good job also of putting everything in one place based on um, the information in the categories you're looking for. So I, I definitely suggest that you spend the time to actually find out the resources and information you that are at your fingertips with Military One Source. Okay. And if locally there is a, a problem, uh, say with food or other, 211 is still functional and a good place to go to get immediate uh, care and referral to the need that you're looking for. And that's not just mental health needs, is that for Correct. It would be it? with food, electricity. Um, if you have any kind of um, basic need, 211 would be the state's number to call to get help immediately. Okay. Excellent. Good information. We'll make sure to make all of this available in our show notes um, so that people can access that information right away. Um, Michelle Burris, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there anything else you would like to add? Um, I stay safe, be the captain of your own ship <laughs> and, um, really take advantage of this opportunity to love yourself and, um, explore how you can care for yourself in a better way. Outstanding. Michelle Burris, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. The OK Guard Show is produced by the Oklahoma National Guard Public Affairs Office. Any mention of products or brands does not imply endorsement. All guests on the show are volunteers in an effort to inform and educate members of the Oklahoma National Guard, their families, retirees, potential recruits, and the community.